Hey guys, it's Adam. A uh, question for you guys that are really just starting out. And this is uh, based on some conversations I've had with people uh, that have filled in my quiz. But what I'm going to ask you today is, are you at the point where you're really just starting your very first project? And how do you run your very first project with confidence if you don't have any real experience to show for? How are you going to get through this vital kind of first stage of your business? Well, you needn't be worried about it. I'm going to give you two very good tips and, and things that I want you to do on your first job. And then I'm just going to give you a couple of other things that are going to help you through this very important part of the first stage of your business. It's exciting. So stick with me today and let's have a chat. Guys, welcome to episode seven now of So You Want to Be an Interior Designer. I'm really pleased to have you here. Um, yeah, so we're at seven episodes already, enjoying every episode. So glad to have you here. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give me a review, darling. Go on to uh, Apple Podcasts and leave me an honest review. Hopefully you like the show a lot and uh, it would really help me uh, if you left a review. I'd really appreciate it. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. I'd really uh, love it if you could like and subscribe. And then, um, you know, hopefully my videos will get out to even more people uh, and uh, I can share the love in terms of, you know, my experience. Hopefully it helps a few of you out there. So really pleased to have you here um, today. It's all about running your first project with confidence. Um, just want to also tell you this show is really for you guys out there that are aspiring interior designers and decorators. You might just have finished your course uh, you're going to be a solopreneur, uh, mid-career perhaps, and uh, this is it. You're going to run your own from-home business, and uh, you're really looking for some support in doing that, and probably while you're still working nine to five. Uh, my aim is to let you guys uh, know how to balance your time, make more money, whilst you focus on working with clients that you actually want to work with, rather than the ones that you feel you have to take just to pay the bills. And that can definitely happen if we're designing full-time and we're kind of desperate for work. So anyway, we're talking about now your very first project and how do you run that with confidence if you've never run any design projects before? I'm going to give you a um, couple of things I think will work well for you, um, but, you know, really just for the first time. And then I'm going to tell you a couple of other things that I think are going to be helpful to take that first opportunity you've got and turn it into this uh, beautiful project that you're going to get out in the media. Uh, and it doesn't matter how small it is or whether you think it's worth it or not, I'm going to give you some some ideas on how to make the very most out of this, your first opportunity. So first and foremost, if you've got an opportunity, it's okay. Do the job for free. So my recommendation for you is if you've got no experience, everybody understands that. Uh, you may have gone to design school or decorating school. You may have got a qualification. Hopefully, um, because that helps you to really understand, you know, where your strengths and opportunities are and to get input from other people to make sure or to help you to understand uh, what you do well. So, um, but if you've got no experience, it sometimes feels difficult to, to know how to charge or what to charge people. And um, sometimes we'll feel as if we do charge, we might be charging for all of our mistakes. And it's a common fear most people have. I think for your very first job, that uh, it's okay not to charge. I'm going to leave that up to you. I'm never going to tell anybody not to go ahead and charge if they feel confident charging. 
that if you really do have kind of this angst about your ability, then it's okay to not charge for the first job because you've got to learn so much out of it. So what I would say to you is to get that first client and really you want to get the first client and you want to start to get into the feeling and the experience of running a project. I mean, you've got to start somewhere. So I think it's absolutely fine. Go out there and ask people, ask people, ask friends, ask family, if they know anybody that is doing up their home or intending to do up their home. Um, You are not going to be charging, so it's going to be a very easy proposition to get across the line. Uh, But you want to come out there and have some sort of kickoff point. You know, I've just finished my diploma, um, for example, or my certificate or whatever it is, or gosh, it could be a degree. And I'm looking for experience. Um, Now, this can work in many different ways. You could have someone uh, that you know that's updating a kitchen or redoing their kitchen. Uh, You may not be a kitchen designer, um, but you can help them with the finishes. Or if you want to get into kitchen design, tell them that you'll help them with the kitchen design and use your skills to create, say, a CAD drawing if that's something that you're comfortable with. If you're not comfortable with that, then just do the finishes. Um, You may also be able to help them with, uh, if they're going out and buying new furniture, you know, um, with the first project, you've got to take it as it is and take it for what it is. You know what I mean? Whenever you're not charging something, then the people will sometimes take what you say, um, take it with a grain of salt. You know, sometimes if you're not charging, you know, the downside of that is people don't take it very seriously, what it is that you're saying to them or recommending to them. But for this first job, if you can get in in front of whoever it is and say, look, let me help you. I have really studied um, or, you know, whatever it is, I've got this experience to share with you, uh, then go ahead and do it. Do, do that very first one for nothing. I wouldn't say continue after that. You'll certainly learn quick smart after doing one job for free. <laughs> There's so much to it that you shouldn't be not charging uh, for your services. But the very first job, you need the experience. It's going to cut the pressure off you if you make a few mistakes. People are going to expect it and they're not, not going to feel that there's any real impact on them you know, if they're not paying out for the mistakes. So, um, look, first job, do it for free. Just get the job and make a, a big deal out of it and what you're going to do with that opportunity. Number two is get a contract early. doesn't matter if you don't really understand the bits and bobs of the contract, but find a contract. Uh, you can find them online, but have a contract and uh, just look at the key deliverables in there. Watch my episode on the five essential things that you must have in a contract And then have a look at um, the one that you've created and and see if it covers all these areas. But um, what you can do is use a contract so there's a really sound process and the contract's going to help you to actually keep you on track with what you need to do next. It's kind of like a a Bible for where you you need to go. So we start here, then we go here, then we go here, and then we finish. And the client should have a, a sort of comfort that you have a process. Now, It's one thing to do the job for free, but if you don't have a process or you're not running with a contract or any kind of process that's diarised or documented, letter of agreement is another word for a contract, then it's kind of higgledy-piggledy and people are not really sure what's happening next. Um, What I'd like you to do is to, it doesn't matter if it's your first contract or you're not really sure if it's 100% sound, but get a contract, watch my episode on the things you should have in the contract, make the tweaks if you need to, And then just go in there with this contract and say, here it is. This is how I work. 
And um, this is what you should expect through the process. Now, what I want you to do in the contract is when it comes to filling in fees, just do them as zero, but send them an invoice and say that the design, you know, it's researching furniture, colours, this and that is whatever. Um, could be, you know, if you want to charge hourly, you've spent this many hours doing that. Put it all in there, though, and then send it to them, but give them a zero balance that they need to pay. The reason for this is because they will start to understand, you know, how much time actually goes into you doing what you need to do to give them these results. And um, again, it's no skin off their nose. They're not paying the bill, but you do want to start to just quantify what it is you do. And it also shows them that there is a lot of time and effort that goes into it. Even if it's your first job, you will still, um, you know, you could put half the hours in there that it actually took for you to go and do what you need to do because you're learning. But even half the hours is still some hours and it still shows them that, you know, all this stuff doesn't come for nothing. It is, there is time and uh, your skill that it takes to put this together. Um, so using a contract is key and um, taking them through the process, which is sort of your, your contract helps you to, to, to run through a series of processes. It should do that. Um, so that's really important is that they have it, you've got it, um, invoice them, but give them zero balances. And if you've got fees in your contract, give them zero balance in that very first agreement. You're not going to do it forever. You're only allowed to do this for the first job and then you've got to charge something after that. But um, that's my second recommendation. So number one, it's okay to do the very first job for free because you just want to get in there. To use a contract, find a contract, add in the elements that I've mentioned in the fundamentals of, of what should be in your contract, and then go and run with it. So there's two fundamentals um, for your first job that I want you to follow. Again, if you feel like you want to charge them 50 bucks an hour or 80 bucks an hour and you're one of these people that values your worth, power to you, charge your first project. But if you're unsure and you're scared of making mistakes and the impact it has on the client, and so many of us are when we're just starting out, then it's okay to uh, do a bit of a freebie for the first one. Now, the next thing I want you to do is, uh, oh, actually, let me go back to why this actually makes you feel confident. Why will this make you feel confident doing the job for free and having a contract? Let me get back to confidence. If you're not charging anybody anything for the project, then you're not having to worry about whether you've made a thousand mistakes. Um, no one is going to look at the fees you've billed and say, well, have I sort of paid for your learning? Um, it just takes all the pressure off you. And in the very first job, you're just going to be all over the place. You might have learned a whole lot of things at design college, but really when the rubber hits the road, you are all over the place. And uh, if you're like me, you tend to only learn through doing. People can tell you in a textbook what it is you need to do and you can read the bloody thing for, you know, 14 times. But until you get out there and you do it, you will not actually learn from the experience. So I say uh, the confidence there is that you're not having to worry about whether or not you're charging people too much to, uh, to learn from your very first experience. The contract gives you confidence because that is your Bible. When you go back, you'll know, right, I've got a consultation. Then we move into design phase. I am going to do this project within four weeks or produce the, pardon me, I'm going to produce the design within four weeks or two weeks or whatever it is. 
Uh, the, the ordering of the furniture for your bedroom, just say it's a bedroom project, is going to take six to eight weeks. I mean, with everything going on, depending on what you're doing, they could be waiting 12 weeks for, for the same stuff. Who knows? But whatever it is, if it's in a contract that you're not going to actually install your project until this rug that you're waiting on that is going to take 12 weeks and they, the client's happy to wait, uh, you're not going to start to install the project for 12 weeks until that's due. So, you know, if it's 12 weeks before you've handed over your design and you've uh, made some money out of it um, by getting their, their, their deposits, that is, <laughs> for the furniture, or it should be full price that you're getting for furniture, especially when it's custom made, then they know that in the contract it's not going to be 12 weeks before they even see this install. Now, I've got another little tidbit for you. I just talked about getting payment for the goods that you're purchasing. And, you know, a designer decorator, you'll do your design and then you will get money from the client to go and buy the stuff for their house. Now, I don't agree with anyone taking de deposits anymore uh, for, for, for bespoke items. You can't send them back. What I mean is if you do a lounge in a specific fabric that you've sourced from a fabric store, you can't just ask the the, the bespoke um supplier of that couch to to send it back because a client didn't like the fabric um it's non-refundable you know so you're not going to get a deposit on that from the client you should be getting 100 percent payment but uh, i'm going to give you something else here as a bit of a a tool uh you're not charging design fees or you're not charging an hourly rate to go and do the design or even the install maybe of the stuff when it's ready but the one thing you can do is benefit from the trade discount so if you're getting a sofa that's a bare bone sort of trade price of you know a thousand dollars, and it retails for about two thousand dollars. Then the way that you can actually make money is just to sell the the the, the sofa to them at the retail price. And um, the other thing I want to say there is, if you're selling at retail price, if you look online and that sofa is two thousand dollars retail, um, and you've given it to them at retail, who is going to talk to you about whether or not you've given them a trade discount? When you're not charging them any design hours to create, source, implement, all this stuff, you know, in your contract too, it should never say that you'll give them a trade discount if you're not charging them any fees for the design phase, which I'm hoping is only the very first time you do a design job. But to make some money out of that first design job, you can specify trade supplied items where you having uh, in Australia, it's, a, it's an ABN number, um, you have, you know, on trade into preferred pricing. So if you want to make some money for it, you can actually make some money from that. But make sure in your contract, even if it's bare basics, that uh, you specify. You be transparent. The client doesn't pay any more than retail for their, the products that you've supplied and you're covered. And you'll make some money. Uh, you don't have to explain it. Um, it's your trade price. It's not theirs. It's not their business. Um, but you're not charging them any hours, so why shouldn't you? Um, you should absolutely benefit from the trade pricing. So that's just something else there that you can do. The other thing I want to say to you is photograph whatever it is. Even if you've helped pick, pick, uh, pick um, the, the finishes for the kitchen or the colours, um, some lighting and somebody's you know somebody else has put it together or installed it, kitchen company build or whatever, and you've just done the colours, that's fine. Um, 
can you help them with the living room? Or can you bring in, can you do a photo shoot where you photograph the kitchen beautifully and then do a room off that where you maybe borrow some pieces of furniture if the client hasn't got the money to to actually fit out, say, the living room, which is off the kitchen. Be creative in your photo shoot. You can bring in items that you didn't specify for the client. It takes effort. It can cost you some money sometimes. You've got to borrow things. You've got to hire trucks or whatever to get them out and take them back in. But it's really worth it. Get things photographed from the very first project. Get a decent photographer in there and just photograph whatever you can and then start to promote that. And be amazed how you can turn something that's so small into something that's fabulous, significant. It takes you as a designer that's just starting out from their first job to kind of a new stratosphere very quickly. Most people sort of floundered around for a while taking iPhone shots. But um, look, you can have a lovely outcome for your very first job, get it photographed well, and then you can start to promote it. On social media, you might even be able to get it published in a magazine. Oh, wouldn't that be good for your first job? Anything's possible. Um, have confidence in yourself. But uh, you might want to do the job for free. I recommend that. First job only, number one. Two, still use a contract, still take them through the process uh, and just don't charge them anything for it or have your, your uh, contract dollar amount for design at zero. That's okay. Uh, make money off the trade discount if you can get it uh, and make sure that you photograph whatever you've done and then you do something with it. You know, Do a little movie on your phone and take some lovely photos and, and uh, you know, send it off to Pakistan. <laughs> I'm getting shorts done at the moment, shorts, you know, video shorts. Um, through a lady in Pakistan, and she's just doing a pretty good job. So you can get videos edited and, and things looking amazing uh, if you want to uh, buy people, say, in other areas of the world via Rapwork and so forth. But look, I'm getting into so many additional things like videos. But um, to be confident in your first job, it's okay not to charge for that first job, but do have a contract and take them through a process and um, tell them at the end that you need to photograph it. You need to get the photos done because that's how you're going to show people your skill and the outcome of all of this fabulous stuff you'll do helping your very first client. So it's all good. Um, but put it in there. Tell them you need the photographs. There's no point in doing something for somebody if they, they won't allow you to take photographs. I wouldn't even do the first job for them if that was the case. I'd just move on to the next person. A little bit of a brief episode, I think, today, but uh, I hope you got something out of that. You know, we all have to start somewhere, and I hope this sort of uh, idea of having a contract and taking the pressure off yourself but not charging all those fees for your very first job makes you feel a little bit more relaxed and, and uh, a little bit more confident about venturing out. Um, now, again, I'm going to go back to uh, the quiz. If you're floundering at the moment or you've got some areas, whether it's marketing or finance or whatever, Take the quiz over at say you want to be an interior designer.tv forward slash quiz. The link's there below. And let me know how you go. Send me an email. I'm always happy to talk to you and um, hear about your experience. I mean, it helps me with the podcast. This is how I'm getting the ideas for these shows uh, through conversations I'm having with people. And uh, if you've taken something today from this one, then I'm really happy about that. I want to end up by saying that I believe in you. Stay faithful to yourself and your ability. Don't let people tell you anything that is derogatory to where you want to go. The reason that you're uh, in this business or getting into this business or just thinking about it is that you've got skill. You know, we never really sort of uh, 
think about things that we want to do in our lives unless we already have the ability within us to do that. Sometimes I forget that, but do you know what? I remind myself lots of times about the fact that, uh, you know, I had this inkling to get into design 13 years ago. I didn't have a lot of confidence, but I did do a course. I gained a bit of confidence and then I just kicked off. I did my first job for free and uh, the client loved it. Uh, I didn't have a contract and it was a bit all over the place, I've got to admit. But if I started again, I'd probably still do it for free. I'd use a contract and uh, I'd send invoices with no no uh, to, no bill to the client at a zero. Um, but I'd probably uh, I'd probably make money off the the trade price if I could get it, and I would certainly be taking fabulous photographs and uh, then going out on social media and anywhere else to tell everybody about it. And I hope you do that. So, my darling, until next time, I've loved having you here. If you're still watching, you're on YouTube. Like and subscribe. It really helps get the message out there. If you're on the podcast listening, having a little walk or or in the car or whatever, I'm really pleased to have you listening. Can you leave me a little review over on Apple Reviews on the podcast and, and um, let me know what you think? And uh, I'd be delighted to read it. And anytime you want to have a chat, reach out to me, info at adamsgoogle.com. Until next time, I'll love and leave you and have a lovely week. Stay safe. See ya.